is we good? Hold on, let me turn up. Let me turn. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, let me turn that up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do that. So uh, let me start off with some jams, something appropriate. Let me be honest, guys. I tried to run the podcast up uh, yesterday. I was in. I, I. I. And I just couldn't do it, man. My mind. I'd smoked a couple times throughout the day, and by the time I started recording at 10.30, it was just, it was too much. It was too much. And it's damn near 9 o'clock now. I should have been recording two hours ago. Uh, but, you know, trying to unwind and shit like that. Anyways, let's get this podcast on the motherfucking UE. Yeah. Tell how it is. Yeah, yeah, nah, this is how we coming today. Real appropriate. Promise, swear, swear. Fuck what niggas talking about. Yo, Percocet, Miley Percocet, Percocet, Miley Percocet, Rep the set, gotta rep the set. Chase a chick, never chase a bitch. Mask on, fuck it, mask on. Mask on, fuck it, mask on. Percocet, Miley Percocet. Chase a chick, never chase a bitch, chase a bitch. Two cups, toast up with the gang. Put full steps to a whole nother domain. Out the bottle, I'm a living proof. Compromising half a million on the coupe. Draw houses, breaking my rule. Graduated, I was overdue. Pink money, I can barely move. Ask about me. I'm gon' bust a move. Red James, 33 chains. Ocean now, cruising big skin. Top off, that's a liability. Hit the gas, boosting my adrenaline. Big fine, Percocet, Molly Percocet, big fine. Perca, uh, Molly Perca, uh, big five. You know what time it is now. It is your one and only favorite Wody Jack or Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for a spell. I'm the one you know. How the fuck you live talking high shit? I'm trying to decide where I would like to start first. Yesterday, I started off with part of the reason why I didn't finish the episode. That was a story about me going to the gym. And I'm trying to figure out if I want to start it with that or with this. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I'll start it off with the gym. Actually, no, I'm not going to start off with the gym. I'm going to start off with the clip. Not the clip, just the Charlemagne shit. I was listening to Brilliant Idiots today, and they were talking. uh, Charlemagne was saying something about entitlement and stuff like that, and people feeling like they're deserving of something and whatever the case may be. 
And he was going on about that and blah, blah, blah. And then Schultz, uh, Schultz tells him, tells him this story about a new kid that they have working for him. Uh, Schultz had told the story previously on Tuesday uh, on Flagrant 2. So I already knew what was coming. So he tells the story and he, you know, he talks about how the kid's 18 years old and um, he told his boss, his boss had asked him, he's working at Home Depot. His boss had asked him, what do you want to do in life? Like, what is your goal? What are you trying to get out? You know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And he tells them, I want to work for Schultz Studios. That's what the kid says. I want to work for Schultz Studios. The boss tells him that's not going to happen. I don't believe that story. Or, or no, no, he just tells him that's not going to happen. You should figure out something around here, you know, blah, blah, blah. So a few months later, whatever the case may be, he gets to walk into his job quit and tell his boss hey i'm going to go work for schultz studio so schultz was saying you know that's such an amazing thing this and that blah 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 and i felt the same way and then charlotte goes yeah but just you know just just kind of pump your brakes a little bit matter of fact hold up let me just play the clip let me play the clip here it is right here (laughs) i'm talking to them about how people get gassed off the littlest Things. Ah. You understand what I'm saying? I think yes. he's still shitting I'm, on no, me. No, 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 no. I think he's Yo, still no, shitting no, on I'm gonna me. He just called the little no, listen. out. He just said out. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> salute, salute, to, my, listen, salute to that brother. Because yeah. he got an internship at Soul Studios. He getting paid. Ain't no internship. Oh, well, nope. great. He got paid. Better. But guess what? Yeah. But guess what? You still ain't did shit, young man. You not not you haven't. You still yeah. ain't did shit, young man. This is true. You still got to earn your kid. You might fire him after two weeks, Schultz. That's yeah. also Not saying true. you wouldn't. Not if he keeps cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit, bro. But he, won't, he, but he might want to grow out of that That's just right. cleaning up. Until he tells you, I ain't come here to clean. Yep. Mm. I keep asking you to get Okay. <clears throat> so, when he said that, I was like, damn. I see what he means. I get that. When he later explained it, you know. Um... And this and that, but it made me think because he was talking about the entitlement and to deserve it. And I've been saying this shit lately. And shout out Larry June, honestly. Like, you really, matter of fact, hold up, just because, like, niggas just, we got to hear just the, 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 just the opening right quick. We really have to. Like, it's just, we got to hear the opening because. Like, it just means, where we at? Hold up. Damn, I ain't even got this shit no more. That's crazy. All right, there we go. Oh, fuck it. All right, never mind. Never mind. Shout out Larry June. Shout out Larry June uh, for really dropping smoothies in 1991. I really fucked that up. I really wanted to drop it, and I could right now, but it's just, and I don't really be editing shit, so it's whatever. Um, But, yeah. I've been saying that shit lately, saying it to myself, honestly, just speaking to myself about things, just thinking about shit or whatever the case and just kind of making jokes out of it. But I was really born in 1991. Like, don't get me wrong. All right, here we go right here. As of July 29th, 
as of July 29th, in some fa- in some fan uh, former fashion, you could argue, I could argue, and somehow that I've really lived half of my life in two different worlds. There was the analog world from when I was born to 1991 to whenever 2007, six, maybe eight, whatever the case may be. And then shit got real digital. Shit got real digital around, like I said, anywhere from like 06 to 2009, maybe 05 to 2009. Shit was really starting to get digital, but prop more so my timestamp is whenever Soldier dropped. I think I was in seventh grade going into eighth grade or maybe eighth grade going into ninth grade. Um, is when Soldier was big on YouTube. Like, who is this Soldier Boy nigga? You know what I'm saying? And it's so crazy now that I'm just speaking about that of like really remembering like how it's it's wild the type of status music can even just on a small level back in the day. I, I'm not sure how it is now. It's probably a whole lot harder, but back in the day. Like you can low be you can low key just be the cool nigga from having the music. You know what I'm saying? Like you might not play sports, you might not be the flyest nigga, you might not be the most handsomest nigga, the funniest nigga, whatever the case may be, but like you was the nigga that was downloading all the high shit. You was the nigga that just knew all the songs, blase blah. I'm not gonna say that was me, but almost. Not going to say it was me, but almost. Um, so anyways, back to the Charlemagne shit. So I'm thinking about, I'm just thinking like, yo, I was really born. I was really born in 91. And I can just like, I just remember how shit was. Shit felt slower. Shit felt like you had to. Again, everything was only you, like Schultz was saying. These days with social media and all this and that, we know what it is. We see this inflation of success. Like in my real life, out of my homies, not to say that niggas is bums, but I think to to my knowledge, I only know two niggas is really getting money. Outside of my brother, but you know, my nigga Free Weezy really get into a bag. My nigga, my nigga Bobby Langston really get into a bag. Them the only two niggas that I know that's really getting money, and I they not millionaires. You know what I'm saying? Like, they not millionaires. They not even rich, rich. They just making really good money for an average Joe. Back to the entitlement. Back to the deserving. Back to getting gassed up off little shit. When Charlotte was talking about how people these days 
they appreciate just not even appreciate applaud proximity way too much again the inflation with these hoes like i just damn i i can literally give you just within this story here we go the song i just dropped it's on soundcloud it's on youtube it's on my fucking ig jack canes bologna sandwich damn in the same thing here go to two bars but i say in one line they gonna do it for the gram and they self-esteem an average girl in this world got hella times to live a dream fam again inflated success applauding proximity like these niggas always be saying kevin samuels and niggas always be saying just because these rich ass niggas and these ballers and these rap niggas will fuck you and all this and that shit what does it really mean at the end of the day what are you doing what did you really win like at the end of the day if we talking about life the game of life everybody should be playing for the long run that's why a lot of us, including my goddamn self, please don't ever think I'm excluding that one. That's why we be out this bitch low-key late, playing the game way too short-sighted. And unfortunately, that's because a lot of us are in survival mode. In the same, I mean, damn. How I'm supposed to, how a nigga really supposed to make good decisions how people really supposed to make good decisions in survival mode what they tell you never act on emotion right the emotions when you're in survival mode again i apologize i digress <sighs> gassed up off of any and little thing now what i will say is i think now, Charlotte wouldn't say exactly what he was talking about. It probably was the show. Probably had something to do with his producer, Taylor. Maybe. My. <laughs> me. I thought to myself, I know exactly what he's talking to talking about. He's talking about black women. Just because yet. I ain't even going to say it, though. The <laughs> I wish Free we Free Weezy was here, I'd drop it. Anyways. All of this to say, it made me think about my life and just how we were talking about so they were talking about social media and all like this was a really good episode today. Um how no matter what if you're on social media shit will start just like okay me like with women and shit because of the internet i'm so irritated by women because of how i think women view me and because of my insecurities because of what the internet has already in social media you know what i'm saying again Shit that ain't got really shit to do with me. Like I was saying yesterday on my IG, you got to mind your damn business. Mind your business just because you involved in the moment. Just because you in the moment don't mean you supposed to be involved in it. Just because we on social media don't mean we supposed to be involved in that shit. 
which is a crazy, let me work that one out, but still. I say all that again to say. There's only been one time in life. Or not even one time in life, just one thing in life. That I've ever kind of truly. Again, don't get me wrong. There's been plenty of shit a nigga could visualize and imagine and blah, blah, blah. But one thing truly that is just not hard for me to believe is me rocking out a crowd. Not to say I'll ever do it, but there's nothing about that that makes me think I would be any place that wasn't comfortable, if that makes sense. Like, long story short, that's what I'm supposed to do. I like I'm supposed to be there like rocking the crowd. I again, I never equated to being rich, never necessarily equated to being famous or nothing like that. Just rocking a crowd in music and shit like that. Maybe you could say that's where my ego of just being the one comes in but it was life that always allowed me to play my position case in point I've always played sports growing up football basketball All that shit. My whole entire life. And damn near every year that I played some kind of sport, we were either decent or just completely shitty. Most of the time, well, no, that's a lie. Because when I played with people that were my age, because I was young for my age group, so... My first year, just for example, my first year in Little League, I would play with people that was my age. But my second year, I would play with the youngers. And granted, that's everybody. But long story short, when I played with the people that was my age, my teams were always bad. Anytime I played with the the people that was a year younger than me, my teams were always at least decent. We may not have been the best, definitely wasn't worse, usually somewhere around 500, whatever the case. Give a, a game or two. Now, this is what I will say. On the outlier years that we were really, really good, the best, I was never the best. On the outlier years that we were truly kind of terrible. I was the best. I was the best. 
I say that to say I always could play my role. Football, I was good. My state championship in senior year, I was probably the sixth best. I maybe top eight. Top eight on the team. I played my role. Wasn't the star. No shit like that. Well respected. Wasn't a captain. Just played my role. Just played my role. Basketball. I rode the bench. I rode the bench. I had to get used to that. Like, growing up, that was that was humbling. Again, I say a whole lot of this just because... I, Back to entitlement, back to deserving, back to simply applauding any and every little thing. My nigga, it sucked coming from football season, being on the field, doing this and that, doing my thing, blah, 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 and then go to basketball season in every game, in that bright-ass big new gym, that big nice-ass gym, that nice-ass court, all this and that shit, and everybody see you every game at the end of the bench. Or niggas see you get in the game, and the first thing your dumb ass do... <laughs> first thing my dumb ass do is shoot in the wrong basket. <laughs> Like, come on, man. Tripping. Tripping. Come on, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, you hear what I'm saying? It's your one and only favorite water. I got to find me another one, but yeah. Uh, so, yes, that's humbling shit. But track. Team sport. Very individual, though. I remember what it was like to be really, really good in track. And then all of a sudden, not being that good at a certain thing and this and that. I say all this to say, when I say in my rap, and sometimes when I, even when I, when I listen to it, I, I, I think to myself, am I wrong for saying that? I say in my rap, I'll probably die tossing boxes if I'm not a rapper. I'll probably never see a meal if it ain't on the scratcher. I say that because I think to myself, well, there's been times in life that I never necessarily seemed or maybe perceived moments to be grand, if that makes sense. Again, as far as my sports career go, I've been on like under, okay, 
prime example. The one caveat, actually. The time that I was playing with the older kids, my first year in basketball, not my bat, I'll maybe not my first year, but yeah, it was my first year actually. Um, that team was on point, and I was mad trash. We went like fourteen and zero. I remember we had fucking like Daniel Moats, fucking Michael Wilkins, uh, fucking Daniel Angel. Nigga, we was dead nice. These niggas had strokes. <laughs> Daniel Angel was just tall. Moats, you couldn't stop him. The kid was fucking nasty. Michael Wilkins, he was a spot shooter. Boy had a stroke. Um, and we went undefeated that year. The very next year, same team, same coach. I hit a growth spurt, went from like 4'11 to 5'6. And now I'm the most athletic person on the team, and I'm the best player on the team. I remember finishing the year with like 119 points, like 118 rebounds, and then like 20 assists. <clears throat> and I remember everybody calling me a ball hog, but I was like, well, I have the most assists on the team, the most points, and the most rebounds. That's because I had the most rebounds and I would just go full length to the court <laughs> and I wasn't passing that bitch. <laughs> Looking back on it, but it made sense. Again, I say all that to say, I didn't necessarily have a grand moment of like just feeling like a winner until my senior year. That was like the first big, whoa, like niggas really made it to the top. All these, I've been playing football since I was fucking five, six years old. And my final year playing football, for me, other people went on to keep playing in Blase, but for me, my final year in football, a nigga finally made it to the top. And we didn't even think we was going to make it there. I didn't think we was going to make it there until it kind of got real. <clears throat> Once we beat Brookville, I'm like, oh, shit, okay. We showed some real adversity. We was down. We came back and beat these niggas. Like, we know what it's like. We're resilient. We might do it. We fucked around and did that shit. So, I say that to say, when we talk about social media and the entitlement and this, because they were saying how, he was like, you know, there's something about this new generation. They just feel like they're just so deserving of shit like it should just because again i don't i i really hate to i don't believe in my heart i really don't i'm on like just for real i really don't believe in my heart that i hate women i don't i really just don't believe it it's not the case annoyed than a motherfucker oh i couldn't complain more I couldn't complain more. So deserve it. I only say that to say, I only say that to say this whole generation, we all feel that way. Sometimes I even feel a little guilty of it, but like I, <sighs> Hey, like I told niggas, man, 
Off top, nigga, I'm saying? Yeah. Damn. And bitch, don't check me, bitch. Check the air quality. Numbers. Yeah. Dices and shit. You know what I'm saying? $500 fans and shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit's something slight, though. You know what I mean? Run that. I was born in 91. Product of the dope gang. Fit this Camaro's. Cuts when we swing. Nigga. I was really fucking born in 1991, so you have to excuse me sometimes. Shit was just different. Nigga, I wasn't thinking about, like, and it makes me feel bad, bro, because I wasn't thinking about being no millionaire, no shit like that. I wasn't thinking about what it would be like to just conquer the world. I didn't think like that before. Maybe that was bad. Maybe that was terrible. <clears throat> you know? Like... Again, I say it all the time. Sometimes it's funny to think I'm really in Los Angeles right now. Bro, up until, I don't know, maybe second semester of my senior year. Yeah, again, it was when I seen that dot. Second semester, senior year, I was like, damn, I kind of want to go to college because I'm having mad fun in my senior year right now. And I heard college is kind of like this. I would like to experience it on the next level. So I'm trying to get to college. <clears throat> but then I see my mom shit again. Like I told y'all the whole rap shit. Long story short. Forever. I was always more than cool with graduating high school, going to go get a job where my dad works and letting life be what it was. Now, maybe I would have did that and shit still might have went different. But I remember a time and point where that's all it was. Because niggas wasn't seeing Cabo. I tell niggas all the time, like, now niggas know places. Bro, when I, when I went to Korea... I might not be shocked in 2021 if I was being stationed, if I was about to get stationed in Korea, I could probably look online, look on Instagram, shit like that, and maybe get a glimpse into what I was getting myself into and probably could have did that in 2013 too. But again, it's 2013. So nigga, I, I had no idea what I was what I could have been missing out on in life. Me and my homies used to say that shit all the time, especially when we went to the Philippines. What? There's a place like this that is that exists on Earth? It's the it's like the fucking wild wild west out here. There's a plate nigga, what? What nobody thinking about shit like that? A lot, it wasn't concentrated. It wasn't concentrated. But all we know now is access. 
That's all we know is access and everybody think they got it. Everybody want it. Shit. Maybe I could argue I need it. Everybody needs it. But again, it just comes with. It's just wild. I felt them niggas when they said that. I felt them. And I know for me, I was kind of just talking in the circle. Uh, you know, with my tangents, y'all know how I give it up. Y'all know how I give it up. But yeah. And that's just like, and I can only just kind of relate shit to me sometimes because I just can't relate shit to me. But not to pat myself on the back, but this is funny. I can remember, I can remember my nigga Slick was like, man, Don a cosigning ass nigga. And I feel like, and I've gotten that like before of people just like calling me a cosigner. You know what I'm going to say I am? An empath. I I really be empathizing with niggas. I be feeling niggas, man. I can't help it. I really be feeling motherfuckers. That's just like I was telling the big homie the other day. I'm no perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm not this and that. But I will say this. I feel like I do do a relatively damn good job of being able to look at shit pretty objectively. Again, with this internet shit. Like Charlemagne was saying, that's why I can't even be respecting niggas' opinions. Cause niggas just be going off of what, what the what everybody else saying. Again, I was born in fucking 1991. See, and this is why this is why I like doing the podcast. Cause I'm realizing right now what I'm really doing is just getting my shit off. <laughs> That's what I'm realizing right now that I'm doing. I'm getting my shit off right now. Because, yeah, that's something I always realize, too, man. That That's why I want to be successful. Whatever that is to me. Now, the reason why I want to get successful is because I want to be able to pop my shit and I want it to be able to hold weight. I don't want no asterisks. I don't want no, you know, I don't want no, I don't want the petty rebuttal of, but you're broke or, but what had, you know, like, don't get me wrong. You gotta play. I, I want to play my position. I'm going to play my position. I'm just not going to be speaking all out of place. I mean, y'all know me. I'm going to speak on, I'm going to, Come on, for the utmost, if that's how it's got to be, I'm a wild for it. But come on, man. I ain't just I, I just don't be out of pocket just to be out of pocket. I say that to say. Just with the whole. People are people. People these days are happy just to be in proximity. Like motherfuckers say, just because a nigga can tweet Diddy. And Diddy tweet them back. You not looking eye to eye to Diddy? You you need to realize that and let everybody else realize that too. You not looking. You know? That's just like, that's just like with me in radio. Shout out my boy Nick. 
I can remember one time like when I first started working at Fox Sports, literally just because it probably says Fox Sports. And don't get me wrong. And I remember my boss even had to say it because I fucked up one time and he was like, hey, man, you're a professional. Like, this is a... And I wasn't even looking at it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 was, like, I just didn't even think about it that way, honestly, because it felt like for whatever reason, and it maybe just because I'm part-time or whatever the reason, it just felt like, you know, but I remember the homie, like, you know, I was sad working radio because that's what you do in LA. When you meet people, wait, what do you do? That That's just, that's what you do in LA. So I say radio. Okay. 2021 radio sounds cool it sounds cool to me because i like radio so yeah it would feel good sometimes when i say yeah i'm in radio because i like radio but then my homie a couple he would be like yo he'd be like nah but he work at fox sports radio though <laughs> and i would just be thinking to myself just laughing like yo it's not even you know what i'm saying it's not even all that or whatever the case um but i say that to say i say that to say when I we when I post my little clips of motherfuckers showing me love and you know when I'm dropping my music, like I truly enjoy that shit. And even when I get to get on the mic, like they were talking about that shit too. And sometimes I be thinking, sometimes I be wanting to, just like not ever say like you know. I want to get some time on the radio or get some more time on air or some shit like that. But just sometimes they'll be saying something and I just really just want to interject. And I have, and, and even though the host, like the show, I would want to do it on like Brian. No, even though I understand for the most part, maybe big guy Ephraim, he might try to front on me a little more. Cause I feel like he probably, I feel like he's a little more structure. Um, and, or not just more structure, but I feel like, just what it is and no i don't know i just feel like no will probably be a little more cooler with it but maybe not long story short is i don't do it either way because it's just like i don't want to overstep my bounds i don't like who am i i'm just the, i'm just the board op yes there's a microphone right there for me to chime in if motherfuckers want me to chime in or if i'm supposed to chime in but just an uninterrupted chime in that's not what i'm there for i don't get paid that i get paid to be a board op that means to make sure that everything is all good the last thing that i'm supposed to be getting paid for is for you to actually hear my voice on air don't get me wrong it's cool knowing that like I can get on Apple Podcasts and Brady Quinn really was showing me love on one of my theories or cracking jokes with Rob Parker and Chris Broussard, you know, like. But again, I'm just a board op. I'm not. What have I done? Like, it's what can I really? It ain't no flex. proximity i feel like i spoke about this maybe a couple podcasts ago it was definitely recently 
but it might have been on the podcast that I didn't drop. I've never been the coolest guy, the most popular guy. Don't get me wrong. Back home in my immediate whatever, was I always in the upper percentile? Of course. But, I mean, I went to a white school and I was a black guy to play sports. I couldn't help but be popular. It ain't that many niggas around, so, shit, if I'm one of the cool ones, I'm one of the cool ones. It is what it is. But I was always really cool with the really cool ones. Like my nigga Slick. He was for sure like he was damn near like Money Mitch in basic training in fucking tech school. Like for real, my nigga Slick. He was damn near like he was damn near like Money Mitch, man. And I was basically ace. That was my nigga. That was my ace in a hole back then. You know what I'm saying? But again, and maybe just to to my perspective on how I view some people, something like I always thought it was just crazy that I just so happened to be related to my cousin Scoop and my cousin Chris. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it never made me feel like I was them, if that makes any sense. I say that to say if I was running around with ludicrous, <laughs> I'm not going to feel like, like if I, I don't know if I was like a DJ head intern or some shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Maybe I've spent, wow, I've talked about this for 42 minutes. Okay, I guess I'm just going to do an episode on one topic today. <laughs> Holy shit, I had no idea I was going on for this long about this. But like I said, I'm getting my shit off. Proximity, applaud, just, I just, you know what, all I'm going to say is, to wrap it up, I really felt them niggas, man. I truly felt them niggas when they, when they said that shit. You know, but yeah, again, all that to say just makes me think, you know, in life, does anybody, but are we wrong for playing our positions? Or, or are we wrong for like, again, like I said, I wasn't thinking about being no, about millions and shit as a teenager. Like, these teenagers these days are probably thinking about, like, all right, I'll put it to you this way. When I was a teenager, it made sense to me that shit probably wouldn't click until my late, until my latter 20s going into my 30s. Will I say what reality is now compared to what I thought it would be? Is it what it was? Nah. I thought that I would be in a better spot. And a lot of it is to my own doing. Just self-sabotage, honestly. But 
at the same time, I could see how kids these days are probably thinking like, bro, if I'm not there by 22, at the latest 25, there must not be much more reason to try anymore. Not to say they just want to jump off the side of a bridge or something, but as far as like, I don't know, it just maybe niggas, but then again, maybe, maybe, you know, because, hey, I almost feel that way and I'm 30. Am I wrong for living in, for sharing an apartment, uh, uh, a house with four other people? I just have a room. Listen that five of the however many roommates I got going on 30. Like, am I, am I an outlier? Like I'm, am I the outlier of bum niggas? Or am I regular? I don't know. Especially out here in LA. I really don't know. And, and out here and judging out here might be a little different because motherfuckers out here, if you ain't in a relationship, th- there's hella people out here that still got roommates. Motherfuckers got roommates. Um, that's just what it is. No matter old niggas, motherfuckers be having roommates. Um, but yeah, you know, like it's 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 kind it's just really wild what what the world. It's wild what the world is doing these days or just how it's how it affects how it affects us. You know. Like. Again, this whole just applaud for like it annoys the shit out of me. I forgot the joke that I made about the Father's Day shit, but it was like, you know, if you were to say something to a black woman about not celebrating Father's Day, yeah, that's what it was. Say something to a black woman about not celebrating Father's Day, and they'll tell you stay out of uh, stay out of women's business. You know, like, because I'm a sing. Like, it's just crazy. But it's just crazy. It's like, damn, all you doing is taking care of the kid. Like, all right, you're doing it as a single parent. What? Were just were you not gonna do it? So what? What? What the fuck? You got to take the credit for? You're the father. You're not. You're not. I can't imagine. And again, and that's why I'm saying. Not only was I born in '91, I really had my pops. So I just seen shit like I, I know what work is. And that's what I'm saying, too. And maybe that's my problem. Maybe that's kind of where I might be lagging. Maybe that's where I'm too old school, where there's too much of that old school shit in me of being born in 91 of like, because like I was telling my brother, it's like, bro, I really, I really don't mind working. I don't mind working for someone else because I've always that goes back to the whole playing my role shit because I found comfort in 
I like that. I like playing my role and doing that. Like, that's what I like doing, playing, just playing my fucking role. So that's why I don't mind working for other people, because it's like I don't mind just I'm just playing my role, you know. Now, maybe if I could find something that, I, again, the only thing that I can think of that I want to play my role and I'm like the head of the shit would be music. You know, like, do I want to make a living the rest of my life editing videos and shit? I guess it would be cool if I could consistently make money off of it. Of course it would be because I'm sure it'd be more than what I'm making now, I guess. But at the same time, it's like, no, I don't really like it, especially music videos, a movie. Yeah, I like to get try to get back into that. But yeah, I'm not trying to own my own post house or anything like it's just just don't care to do it. But. Am I wrong for that? Am I wrong for living in the in the age of information? Am I wrong for living in the age of information? Having, again, access to everything. To know, to have so much, to, have, to know the things that, that a motherfucker can really be out here in this world. Even if you can't, but just know the possibilities of what you can like. Motherfuckers really know the possibilities now. Like back in the day, nigga, the possibilities were here and there. You kind of had to, again, you had to know. You really had to be in the know to know some shit. Nowadays, nigga, for the most part, motherfuckers know. Motherfuckers might not know exactly what it is, but motherfuckers know there is hella ways somehow or another I can make six figures. There's some type of job out here. I can Google. I can just get on Google what jobs make six figures. And then it's just like that. How can I make a million? I don't know, man. I don't know. Hey, I ain't dropped the episode last night because it was 30 minutes of booth. This might be 50 minutes of booth, and I only touched one subject. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have did this first. <laughs> Maybe I should not have done this one first. Jesus Christ. But, uh, all right, was there anything else that I wanted to speak? Uh, I mean, of course there was, actually. Um... Well, the how common. All right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, you know what? I'll just do two subjects. <sighs> now, as I talk about knowing the possibilities, motherfuckers know the possibilities. It's even crazier when you really sometimes kind of know the possibilities within yourself back to the gym back to the machine that i still have no idea what it's called just looks like skis kind of but it's more so like a bike you're running but it looks like skis anyways so 
when I first started going to the gym, I would get on this machine. Just a quick recap. I would get on this machine and I would just warm up. And maybe the first week, maybe it was the second week, I thought to myself, I really want to do 10 minutes, a 10-minute mile on this. And one day I was on it, just warming up, whatever, really kind of not even paying attention, just going a little harder than normal, but, you know, and... I looked down, it was probably like five minutes, and I thought to myself, I want to get it in a mile, like in a 10-minute mile. I can do it. But I had some catching up to do. So I caught up. And then once it realized, once I realized just how in reality it was that I was about to achieve this goal, I got so... I got so just caught up in what I was about to do that I didn't do it. And I ended up being off by five seconds. Now, fast forward two months. Same thing. Well, just kind of getting back into it because I was out for three weeks because I had COVID. Um, So, but still, same thing. But I've been thinking lately, I kind of want to do two miles. Or maybe a mile and a half, just push myself just a little more just to see, you know. Because, again, I normally only just do it to warm up. Just a warm up before I stretch and then go hit the weights. So whether it's a mile or it's 10 minutes. Now, before, once I realized how close I could get to it, one day I blew the shit out the water and got to a mile in like eight minutes and something. The same thing happened yesterday. No big deal. The only thing I will say that kind of was a thing yesterday was the fact that I had... I didn't have my headphones. And I was kind of moving. I was moving. I was watching the basketball game. Just just going. Just going, going. Fucked around and hit the mile at like 8.43. So now I'm thinking to myself, okay. Do I want to do two miles? Or do I want to just stop at the 10-minute mark? Do I want to do two miles or just see where I can get to at 10 minutes and go stretch? So I'm going, I'm going, and it's getting closer, and then it gets to the 10-minute mark. So now I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to go two miles. But at this point, my legs and all this shit are really starting to burn because, well, I'm moving. Like, usually, just to do the little mile Again, I'm just regular 10 minutes, whatever. Like now that's nothing. Like every time might not be 10 minutes. Sometimes it might be under 10 minutes, like 950 something. Sometimes it might be 1020, 1030, whatever the case. But to hit 10 minutes is whatever now because I've done it before. I know I can do it. But my body isn't used to going too much further past that. Yeah, I might do 1.2 every now and then, maybe 1.3 here and there. But again, 
I normally cap out at 10 minutes, one mile or 10 minutes, whatever the case may be. So as I'm going and my legs are getting tired and I'm just feeling the burn or whatever the case, I'm thinking to myself, let me drop the little, what's, I don't know, just to make it easier. I had it on level 10. Let me put it down to like level seven. And then I just started talking to myself. (laughs) And this is where not having the headphones probably came in. I just started talking to myself and I was like, nah, nah, you're not fitting a, that. I'm like, nah, that ain't how life work. Life don't get easier. Life gets harder. Life don't get easier. Life gets harder. But you learn how to adjust quicker. Or you adapt quicker. You adjust with more accuracy. Don't get me wrong. Life can get more convenient for you. But with more convenience in life, nigga, this a yin and yang in this bitch. If your life is uberly convenient, you probably working uberly hard. Or even if you not working uberly hard, there's something on the other side of the tracks that's got some high fucking stakes to it. That's just what it is to it. That's all it is. There's some fucking high stakes if your life is hella convenient. So I'm like, so I'm just saying this to myself. I'm like, no, this ain't how life works. You wouldn't respect that. Like you would, you wouldn't judge it, but nah, cause ain't, that ain't you. That ain't, you ain't no brown. You don't, you know. So this is what I'm saying to myself, like minute 11 to minute from minute 10 to like minute 14. That's what I'm saying to myself. Or minute 13. Then minute 13 to like, or minute like 15 to like minute 18 was me just telling myself like, yo, you're not tired. I was so tired. <laughs> I was so tired. But I'm like, yo, you're not tired. You're not tired. Just keep going. Just keep going. Keep going. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what if I, like, pass out? Because, like, I'm tired. Like, I'm really sweating. And when I go to the gym, I don't be sweating like that. Like, lifting weights. The only, the closest thing that makes me sweat to lifting weights is squat. Everything else, it don't matter how heavy, like, if no matter what my limit is, it just don't be that much. Like, to make me, like, just sweat. But squat makes me sweat. I'm sweating like a bitch right now. Whole shirt soaked. Hat soaked. And I'm just like, I'm not tired. I'm not tired. I'm not tired. Keep going. You're not no bitch. You ain't never quit a day. You ain't never been no quitter, Don. You ain't never been no quitter. You only quit once, and it was... (laughs) that was when I was playing football (laughs) but anyways so then gets to 18 minutes and I'm thinking to myself all right I know that I'm gonna stop at 20 but I gotta get to 20 and I'm killing myself how do I get to 20 right now so what did I do to get to 20 the song I just dropped 
I knew it was about two minutes, so I just wrapped it. <laughs> I'm tired as hell. <sighs> you should have never let a nigga like me hear these type of beats. I don't even know who you do with these type of beats. I'm just rapping because that's what I used to do in in the military, running and shit. That would give me my second win sometimes. Like I'd be tired as hell, and then like luckily like some Kanye or some Kid Cudi song would come on, or just some random song that would just instantly like just match my runner's high. Either it would match my runner's high, or it would give me. A runner's high and then i would just start singing and rapping that song and i'm gone like i would pick up pace again i'm rapping i'm singing but i would ask niggas they knew me and moody but anyways all that to say at the 20 minute mark damn near two and a half miles 2.42 when I took the picture, 20 minutes, 27 seconds. Don't get me wrong. 27 seconds is a lot of time. But for as tired as I was, let's call it 2.39 miles. Almost two and a half miles. Off the cuff. I ain't never done that before. I ain't never ran 20 minutes on that shit before. Again, I've pushed myself on it before. But I ain't never, but it was crazy just to see that I really pushed myself to that shit. I really just kept talking myself into it. I decided that I wanted it and just kept on talking. Maybe that was like real life manifestation. Like in real like in the moment manifestation. I don't know. But I thought it was very neat and really cool. And it was a and it was kind of, if I'm being honest, kind of a just kind of a proud moment for me. Just for the like, damn, Don, you really did it, man. You pushed yourself. Pushed yourself a whole lot further than I expected to. Cause again, I hit the mile at the 840 something. So I was more than cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, but to kind of go back to, to kind of go back to what Charlemagne was saying on the, what's the name? He was like, you know, motherfuckers. It almost feels like in this generation at some point, sometimes motherfuckers, or just not even that, just people forget there's more levels. Like, there are more levels. He was like, you know, like, don't, like, go to college and graduate. Actually, you know, like, I just remember, man, talking to a woman one day, just saying shit to me. It made me think to myself, especially now, how special to think that you're better than me because you did what everyone else is doing. Literally nothing else. You went to school, you got your bachelor's. You got your, you got in a sorority. You got your master's 
and you got a job working for the government. And you take care of yourself. You know what? I might delete that. All I'm going to say is it be levels to shit. And sometime again, I just feel like so. I don't always have the best outlook on shit. I'm a relatively pessimistic person. But sometimes I really feel like I be having a good perspective on life. And just not even just like but just a good perspective on reality. And that's not to say that again, like and. And when I say that and I hate that when I say that, it makes it sound like I, I hope it's not coming across that I'm saying I'm 100. When I say that, man, I'm going to I am going to give myself majority. I'm going to say 60, 40. But shit, man, I feel like in today's world, even that, that ain't even coming. Niggas is out here delusional and jaded, hella jaded. Don't get me wrong. I'm jaded, but I, I know that I'm jaded. I know shit don't really be how I think it is, but I done went through it enough so I can I attach it to me. But anyways... I didn't really win an hour and a half. I can't believe I talked for 42 minutes. I might have to start naming episodes like this. Just. Yeah, that's what I'm going to start doing. Like crit with the King series and Kendrick with the heart series. I'm going to name these. (laughs) Got my shit off. (laughs) Got my shit off one. Or had yeah had to get mines off, had to get mines off, I had to get it off, I had to get it off one, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm just gonna call it. I had to get it off. All right, cause there was more I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about Dipset in the locks. I wanted to talk about uh, you know, Drake, the 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 not minding my business. You got to know your business out here. Quick story. So I just started a a telemarketing job uh, this week. And we have a little locker room and shit where we can put our bags and all that stuff, you know. Well, we probably get to go to the lockers just from breaks and lunch and stuff like that probably three or four times a day. So I would say in the first two days that I worked at this job, there was this lady that every time I would go to the locker, she would like kind of rush in there probably like a good four or five times. And when I would be at my locker just messing around, she would always be like yanking on her locker to make sure like like the lock, the padlock, to make sure like it wouldn't come undone, like the padlock. And I'm and now let me this was an older white woman. So after first, well, after the first time, I was already just kind of thinking like, ah, nothing crazy, but just thinking like, you know, just your typical weird bitch, white, you know, white women. But then after like the third or fourth time, 
that's when I kind of was like, damn, Mike, what's up with this bitch? That's when I started trying to figure it out. So it's like, all right, one time I'd be at my locker, I would be out there, regular, regular, you know, get in and out, see what it was. Or I would stay out there a little longer, like, I'm going to just fool around just to see, like, is she really going to stand here and fuck with this lock for, like, two or three? Like, we're talking about, like, two or two or three minutes when it, it's very, very small in some things, but it's crazy just how large two or three minutes can really fucking be depending on the situation. That shit can really be fucking forever. So two or three minutes of you just yanking on a padlock? The fuck is going on? Like, is she really going to do that? She was really doing it. And then I was at my car. I was at my car on Tuesday. I was at my car yesterday. And I seen it. Before she left her car, I watched her walk around that shit five, six, seven, eight times checking every door to make sure the shit was locked. And then I thought to myself, oh, I'm not sh- I think that's OCD. Maybe she has OCD. And it made me think, well, look at you. Mind your damn business. Won't know. This old lady won't think. Now, maybe she was. Maybe a slight bit of prejudice. Maybe a slight bit of racism triggers her OCD. I don't know. But. Since I can't prove it and I can clearly see. That she has some type of disorder. I have no choice but to fall back on you got to mind your damn business. When you out here in this world, when you are roaming this world with two feet on this earth, it is best to mind your damn business. Sometimes... It is great to maybe intervene in whatever situation it might be, harmful or harmless. Sometimes it might be okay to not mind your business. I am no Nostradamus. I am not the smartest man or the most interesting I would beg of you to take my advice when roaming this world two feet on this earth. Mind your business. Imagine me just starting this job. I don't know how long this lady's been there. I don't know who's aware of what. But imagine me Making some kind of scene in some form or fashion. Maybe trying to call this woman a racist because of 
how she's making me feel about what she's doing. I would have looked like a sucker. Maybe again, a slight bit of racism could trigger the OCD and niggas would have felt me. I feel like motherfuckers probably would have looked at me like, ah, damn, nigga, look at you. You got it all wrong. You, The woman seems like a sweet lady. Trust that as far as you can throw it with the information that has been given. But the woman seems like she could be a sweet person. How bad would that have been if I would have called her racist and all kind of shit? And you know what I'm saying? And here she is with a whole, she's an older woman. Again, I don't know how long, maybe she's been like this her whole life. And I don't know, just dealing with whatever. But then long story short, I've could, I could have made her feel really, really bad about herself. Not even in a way for me, but just like, damn, you know, some type of hindrance. Wow. I'm an emotion. I need to relax. You know how you can like feel it sometimes? Like it don't really. I, see, and that's what I'm saying. Back to the cosign. I be I really be feeling niggas. Because I'm feeling bad. I'm really feeling bad right now talking about how it. if I would have made her feel bad, if I would have, you know what I'm saying? Like, now, maybe it's me having some type of, I don't know. Long story short is, I know how I feel about shit. And I know that I don't like to make people feel uncomfortable like I said, I'm not a very confrontational person because I, I don't like to make people feel uncomfortable and shit around me and stuff like that. So if somebody came up to me and again, because I know how I felt <laughs> they didn't have to say it, but I was living in fucking K-Town. I, used, I told y'all all them times I'd be in the fucking parking garage, Asian women would just run from me. They look back and see me and literally take off in a dead sprint. I don't know if it was because I was black or it was because I was a man. Either way, it was because of me. Me doing nothing, just simply being me, made somebody take off in a full sprint. It was funny, but at the same time, the shit made me feel bad. Like, sad about myself. Should I? No, I should not give a fuck. I should have looked at him like, what the fuck is this idiot? Dumb bitch. Whatever. But that ain't, you know, so... Again, people, sometimes you got to mind your business. And if you don't mind your business, at least be calculated in the move that you're going to make. See, that be the problem with shit. That's just like I seen a video today. Some some Mexican lady out in Moreno Valley 
stalking and won't leave harassing the hell out of this black man about her son and her fucking some phones the same shit that happened a while ago the little nigga left the phone in the in the fucking car the whole entire time bitch couldn't even apologize again sometimes you gotta mind your business sometimes it's best to check all bases before you step out there Sometimes you really got to map shit out before you step out there. You can't just be winging it because you don't know what that's. These women are lucky. I lucky that I didn't jump out and just be like, like, are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just could have been a bad look. I probably could have maybe fucked around and lost my job because they probably, here this nigga is. Day one, day two, you know causing trouble and whatever the case you know you gotta mind your business man mind your business or if you don't mind your business at least be calculated in the steps that you do take because boy oh fucking boy especially in 2000 damn 21 my nigga who knows Cause motherfuckers is out here in these streets wilding for it. Shit. Niggas might start wilding for it in LA next week. That's the whole reason why I dropped masked off. I feel like I dropped that and then didn't even go into it. LA, we ain't been we've been open one fucking month. 100 percent One month, no mandatory mask shit. None of that. Starting Saturday back 100% mandatory uh, a ma- uh, mask mandate so that tells me in September we'll be back shut down if not sooner that's what that tells me that's what that tells me in September niggas there's going to be limited indoor dining and clubs and bars and all that shit gonna be closed down again that's what it's gonna be but maybe that's what it's supposed to be because i think that's where i call covid out long beach at the club no mask out there thugging thinking it thinking shit was sweet thinking shit was sweet and uh there's a new variant this covid shit this this corona it is not out the woods yet we are not out the woods but um all right guys i've went seven i still cannot believe that i i I really talked for 40 something minutes on one topic i can't wait to hear it back i really hope i really hope it was followable it might not have been followable (laughs) i might have to redrop this i might have to re-record this episode again i really might have to Oh, you know what? Fuck it. That's what we gonna close the song out. That's what we gonna close this bitch out with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. So, anyways, guys. Um. Again, if you uh, if you listen to this podcast and you thought I was wilding, I can I can see that. I can see that. I said some things. I said some things. I can see that. Uh. I need you to understand I was simply wondering though. 
something came to my mind and I thought to myself, huh, I wonder if, well, and I remember growing up in school and my teachers would always say, we'll show your work. You got to show your work. How'd you get there? That's what I'm doing on my podcast. I'm showing my work. See, a lot of y'all, like like Charlotte said, that's why I can't be respecting niggas' opinions because they just be jumping on shit. Niggas, they just whatever, whatever the easy. That's just like the other day when I hopped on IG. Again, I was wrong for putting that shit in the conversation, in the comments. Like I said, that's where you fucking start the convo. That is not where you have it. Shout out to all the motherfucking OG per, uh, media personalities. Because <laughs> all of them said it. Motherfuckers don't be caring about anything you say after you say what they don't like. It's like y'all really it's like y'all really just going to keep responding to that one comment as if you don't like I know you see I know you see there's at least another comment right there. Because it's just me and somebody else is like it's not I know you see it. So acknowledge that too. Like, stop, like, acknowledge that, too. But motherfuckers don't be caring. Because, again, it's just weird shit. It's weird shit. And I was never with the weird shit. I was never with the weird shit. And, and again, that's probably to my detriment. Like, I should have jumped on hashtags when Facebook first started dropping them. And it was cool on Facebook. Even though it was a Twitter thing. But, you know. I should have got into it because then I probably would have been more familiar with how algorithm algorithms and shit like that work and blah, blah, blah when the shit first kicked off. But I was like, no, I'm not going to do it because everyone else is doing it and they're just trying to be cool. And you niggas is not cool. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I never thought niggas was cool and I knew I wasn't cool. <laughs> that was a funny thing, but that was real, though. Like, niggas got to know, like, I was really cool with a cat named Aaron Stubbs in elementary school. Not to say that this nigga wasn't, he didn't have friends or anything, but I'll put it to you like this. I was the only friend out of the friends that I hung out with that hung out with different kind of friends. For the most part. I was always kind of like that. And never was, like... Never was stripping. Never was ashamed of who I would. I was never ashamed of who I was associated and shit with. I was never ashamed of who I was associated with. And I never was too big on it either. Now, maybe if I was like a myth bleak. And was always like a right hand man to like Jay-Z or some shit. Because that's a different kind of association. And that's how you level up in life. That's what life is. Your associations. Um, But that's so I can remember that growing up. And it, I hated it. Ugh. I hated it. And it was only the black kids. Because it was when we played the black schools. I hated that shit. It's like, nigga, what you like, rep where you rep. And it was normally the bitches that was doing it. Like, rap, like why you got to... Why you got to fake it and flaunt it? Like, rep for the squad. I can remember 
going to football games and basketball games and like black kids that went to the north side not wanting to be in like the north side section because well it was the north side section and it was probably a white section it wasn't the blacks it wasn't Fleming section it wasn't ph's section or whatever you know like i can remember that shit when we would play when we would play them in sports and i hated that shit God, I hated that shit when motherfuckers would do that. Like, what the fuck? You know? But, uh, yeah. I forgot where I was going with that. Because I was supposed to end the podcast. Here I am about to go a whole another damn 90 minutes. Like last week. I got to start shortening the episode up a little bit more. Uh, But anyways, guys. Like I said, if I was wilding, it was my fault. A nigga will simply wonder. But, uh, yeah, we finna get up out of here. And uh, like I said, because I was saying it before, a, a, a nigga was really born in 1991, man. I was really born in 91. And I wasn't on all this. I, I, I wasn't on all this wave riding shit. All this dick riding shit. All this, you know, hoe type nigga shit. You know. Wanting to record all the, like you know what I'm saying. Like I'm not trying. I'm not that. Ah, let me just end that because I really could get my shit off. You know, I really could get my shit off. That ain't you know. Like come on, my nigga. I went to the joint. I went to the Hall of Fame. I got one. I only wanted one picture. You know what I'm saying? Well, my nigga Will Bond. All them people, I don't give a fuck. Take all like my mom was mad at me because I didn't want to take pictures with like with 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 people and this and that shit. And I'm like, man, I don't care about none of these. Like I'm like, there's only a few people out of everybody that was there. I didn't want a picture with anybody until my mom told me that Will Bond was there, and that's when I got like, I was like, wait, 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 what? I Will Bond is here. Oh, I gotta, nigga. I I just met. Yeah, you know I'm saying, what's whole Bo Rock? I probably could have asked for a picture. He probably would have been cool, but it's just like, and maybe that's me thinking I'm too cool. Damn, that is me thinking I'm too cool. That's what it is. That's what it is. But I can take that because. I'm not about to be out here, you know, fanning for no niggas. <laughs> I'm not asking no niggas for pictures. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I see Dom Kennedy, I'm asking for a picture. If I see Ray Lamonte, I'm probably going to tell him he's been my man crush for, you know, not, not 10 years. But probably at least from, like, whenever I first heard him to, like, 22 at least. That, that was my nigga. Still, great artist. Love him. Same thing I would probably say to Kanye. Um, but it's just it's just not. I'm just not, man. It's so crazy. It's so crazy that, like, because none of this would have been, and I would have just, I really resonated with that shit that Charlemagne and them niggas was talking about on the podcast today. I really felt that shit. Like, 
this my generation, this day and age, and I can only imagine it with the younger people too. It's it's weird, man. It's weird shit, but it is what it is. This is the world that we live in now. Adjust or die, adapt or die, or adjust, do whatever, but the world is the world, and that's what it's always going to be. All right, let me run it from the top because the young nigga was really, you hear me? Yeah. Off top, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Damn. And bitch, don't check me, bitch. Check the air quality. Numbers. Yeah. Dices and shit. You know what I'm saying? $500 fans and shit. You know what I'm saying? That shit's something slight, though. You know what I mean? Run that. I was born in 91. Product of the dope gang. 50s, Camaros, cuts when we swine. Crack gang. You don't even know to have distress. Living life so fast. I'm dreaming. 91, 91. Nigga, when you see me, how about this motherfucking thing with them bus on? They don't be talking, nigga, you know what I'm saying? 
800 to shoot, bitch. Numbers. tripping my fault i'm tripping let me get up out this bitch all right y'all <laughs> on oh, the real <laughs> niggas is violent <laughs>